1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the eve of Scottish Cup semi-final weekend St Mirren, St Johnston, Hibs and Dundee United All out to make the final over the next two days Celtic say they're working hard to secure a new manager And to announce it as soon as possible And the Scottish FA hit back at Rangers Stuart Robertson's Colt team's comments amid a potential introduction to the Lowland League I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans. Celtic
2: statement to their fans The season ticket holder's Will agitate more than it will appease For me it casts huge doubt Over Eddie Howe becoming the manager It's 11 weeks now Since Neil Lennon lost to Ross County And subsequently left the club And it doesn't look to me As if Celtic know for sure Who is going to replace him Part of the statement says We fully understand and appreciate The need to complete the process As soon as we can Well, 11 weeks and counting For me the potential is there for upset,
1: and Jim, you don't need me mm. to tell you it's a big weekend on the mm. pitch. Not only in those playoffs down the divisions, but of course, mm. Scottish Cup semi-final weekend as well.
3: Yeah, from a personal point of view, um, a very important uh, weekend for for us at Dumbarton and for all the clubs in, in the playoff situations. Uh, if you're if you're the ones aspiring to get the the levels, there's a, a, a level of excitement. If you're the, the other way around, um, there's obviously a, a little bit more tension, I think, uh, involved. But as far as uh, football is concerned, certainly. Uh, will uh, be an exciting weekend And as you mentioned The semi-final uh, An opportunity for again These teams Can they handle the occasion? Can they maybe use Like, like Cabernet uh, Previous experience uh, to, to to learn from it And see if they can get that stage further To get themselves to the final In a few weeks time
1: Obviously Hugh Cup sponsors and all the rest of it Look for the big showpiece games And oh. the big teams to be, be involved But is there something exciting And refreshing about looking at Those four teams Who've all got a fairly similar Size chance to go on and win it and it won't be dominated by The two big sides from Glasgow And um, yeah, something a bit different It's fairytale stuff You know, St Mirren in their
2: entire existence Have won four major trophies uh, And maybe they should take me to the final Because mm-hmm. I've been there to see two of them uh, With Dundee United What a fairy tale story it would be for Mickey Mellon First season if he could get to the final For Jack Ross at Hibbs Will it be high B's Or who do Because Hibbs have already Lost two semi-finals This season And for Callum Davidson Can he win two Major trophies In a single season Making him beyond all doubt uh, The the best manager St Johnson have ever had Because in a single season He would have won more Trophies Than the club had won In the last 136
3: years (laughs) Yeah, I mean, listen uh, From Cameron Davidson's point of view I mean, he's done an exceptional job Anyway, top six Already won, uh, you know The the Betfred Cup And and to to go on again And and be contesting this And, you know, as you say The teams are all very even They all believe that they can win this I suppose The expectations will be on Hibernian Just in terms of Finishing third And we're not finished yet But looking at third In the league um, I think that their development Under Jack Ross Has been very progressive They've had bids For key players Like Kevin Nesbitt And uh, Kevin Nesbitt Sorry And Ryan Porteous And amongst others uh, They've agreed to sign The young boy Mackay I think from Inverness Mm -hmm. So They're a club I think with real high expectations And I think uh, Jack doesn't shy away from that I like that He Mm -hmm. doesn't shy away from the fact That he expects his team To be content for trophies
1: right come on then you St Mirren St Johnson Dundee United our Hibs fans who are out there it's Scottish Cup semi-final weekend how excited are you are you Are you nervous give us all your pre-match thoughts and of course there's been some uh, Covid predicaments for St Johnson to negotiate emergency signing of a goalkeeper St Mirren have been giving out contract extensions so the build up is heating up what do you make of it 01419511025 and what about this to kick us off Celtic fans, every single night for as long as I care to remember You have been phoning this show, tweeting this show and saying We want an update, we just want to hear something Anything from the club regarding the search for a new manager Well today, you've got it Does it go far enough for you? I don't know That's where you have to come in and tell us What do you make of the communication you received from your club today? 01419511025 There was a letter to season ticket holders Amongst other things, it says the club is working hard to complete the appointment of the new manager and relevant football staff and we'll be doing all we can to confirm this as soon as possible to our supporters. Rightly, there will always be a huge appetite for information. Unfortunately, we're not able to make regular public comment, but we fully understand and appreciate the need to complete the process as soon as we can. We also acknowledge and understand frustration. Our objective to ensure we secure the best candidate possible. This is our focus. What does that do for you Celtic fans? Every night you've been saying you just want to hear something You want to hear anything Is that that you happy? Is that good enough? What's next? 01419511025 Hugh The statement tells the fans nothing Absolutely
2: nothing And as I said to you before Gordon In the absence of clarity You then get rumour, suspicion uh, and speculation And my speculation is that I don't think that Eddie Howe Is anywhere near nailed down For the Celtic job Otherwise You would not release A statement like that And I do understand In Celtic's defence That they cannot Provide regular updates Because it would be in breach Of stock market regulations I think Because When you appoint a manager Your share price may go up Or it may go down So they can Put speculation out there However I go back to it It's 11 weeks Since Neil Lennon lost to Ross County Long time for a club of Celtic size
1: to be this unsure Look, you might not see it like that Celtic fans You might think that there there is no drama Of course Celtic can't provide updates if they're not in a position to do it What's the big deal? Whatever it is, just pick up the phone and let us know What do you make of that today? 01419511025 I mean Jim, I take Hugh's point on the timing I mean clearly, if there was a possibility that you could announce Eddie Howe Mm -hmm. Tomorrow Or even Monday, Tuesday Even next midweek You you wouldn't have issued That statement today So it probably does suggest That there's nothing Round the corner However Hugh says it it tells the fans Nothing Realistically What what, what what can Celtic say then To appease people at this stage If they genuinely are not In a position to appoint the manager What are you meant to do What are you, you meant to say Yeah it's
3: a difficult one If you say nothing you get criticised If you say very little You get criticised But you can't You know You, you, you can't rumour as a football club The, the surprising thing for me and, and Hugh's been involved In the the, the you know the, the media and the journalism side For, for many decades Is that generally there's someone get their finger on the pulse From the media, from the from the journalists You wow. know, over the years It's very, very rare that someone will get appointed Left field that no one has actually heard of Everything seems to be Either Eddie Howe or no one There doesn't seem to be another strong candidate In the mix Initially Stevie Clark's name was mean you know, was bandied about It seems to have, you know um, Went under the radar a little bit now But, you know, there, there doesn't seem to be anything Other than Eddie Howe, so uh, you know, again, as I said, Celtic can't really suggest someone they can't put a letter out saying, "Look, we're, we're speaking to these candidates." But normally they might have said, "Listen, we're we, you know, there's there's three or four. We've got a short list of maybe four candidates, something like that." And even that hasn't been forthcoming. So it does seem to be that I think that they're hitting the head of a brick wall at this moment. In time mm-hmm.
1: 1419511025 nine five one one zero two five. Let's get your take on that, Celtic fans. Stuart is first up tonight. What do you think, Stuart? Ah, good evening, guys.
4: First of all, what to shoot! See, shoot, Stevens He's not got good work to see him. Selfie. If he's talking last week, saying we were a shellier team. Now this week, he's talking. i going to be out. Now I always said out, and it comes back to bite him. And you know, the you know where. I mean, these things take time. So obviously, it's take a bit longer than we thought. But as long as the right man comes in and does the job, I'll be happy.
2: Fair enough. Uh, I'll address your points. Uh, I did say Celtic were a shell of a club uh, I think if you have no manager And have had no manager for 11 weeks If you have no director of recruitment Because he went off many weeks ago uh, And most of the first team squad Will be going one way or another In the summer time uh, Shane Duffy started the exodus today By going back to Brighton uh, I do think you are reduced to a shell And there are 10 weeks now To the Champions League qualifiers Beginning The fixtures For the new Premiership season Are coming out On the 15th of June And Celtic Don't have a manager And don't have anyone To help with the Recruitment of players And The top men Are going Scott Brown is going Edward will go Uh, And Celtic Are in a very Poor place Stuart You can Say that I don't Have a good word to say About the club That's absolute nonsense Uh, It doesn't suit you What I'm saying now But you need to wake up, Stuart. You need to awaken up.
4: Oh, I'm wide awake, Stuart. I'm wide awake, pal, honestly. But listen, I hope it goes back to the I hope Eddie, Eddie Howe gets a job and he goes on and does a good job for our club. And I think it will be Eddie Howe, Shoe, to be honest with
2: you. And what makes you say that, Stuart?
4: I just think it will. I just think there's something holding him back. But I think there's there's obviously things you know, in the
1: background that we don't know. Yeah, I'm just so, just out of curiosity, yeah. Hugh, do, do you... I know you said casts doubt and all that. Do you you don't do you not think Eddie Howe will be the next Celtic manager? I I, I only go back to what I said to
2: you. I think it casts, mm. the, the the letter to the season ticket holders uh, for me casts doubt on yeah, Eddie to, Howe. To, to
1: what extent though. I would probably agree that it, it probably shows that it's not anytime soon. It's not in the next couple of days. But does it cast doubt to the extent where you don't think he's going to become the next Celtic manager? I, I think it's open to
2: debate. I don't think that I would say categorically Eddie Howe will be the next manager I'm
1: not asking you to be categorical If I gave you £1 for cash for kids and said Put it on Eddie Howe either being the next Celtic manager or not Which way does it go? At the moment On you go Stuart You say 10 minutes You just said five minutes ago that Eddie Howe's not
4: going to be the next Celtic manager
2: No I
1: don't don't think you went that far did you? I said it
2: casts doubt I've said it several times now, Stuart. It casts doubt. And the reason why you should be concerned and other Celtic fans should be concerned, the clock is ticking. You watch Rangers bring in a, yet another player in fashion for Cala. Uh, they are as secure as can be for next season and the clock is ticking. There is no manager. There is no director of recruitment. Many players are on their way the captain is on his way Wednesday night against St Johnston Will be his last ever home match As a Celtic player There is so much going on So little time And So far as we know There is no Definitive word On who will be the manager Final word to you sir. I just think it's going
4: to be exciting times for Celtic We'll build a team, we'll get a manager And we'll see the end of, end of next season How's the champions Okay guys,
1: cheers Cheers Stuart. Thank you Thanks Stuart That was Stuart and Cambus Lang 01419511025 Let's bring in Duncan Who's in Dublin Take it away Duncan
5: Good evening, how are you all doing?
1: Good thank you, how are you?
5: Uh, not too bad Good stuff I'm beginning to, I'm a Rangers fan So it's neither up nor down But I'm beginning to think ready How things are smoke screen. I've noticed that ever since this all started, John Kennedy has never been linked with another job. There's no smaller club coming in and says, we're going to give John Kennedy a try. I think what they're doing is they're holding on, get the season ticket money in, and then say, we tried to get Eddie Howe, we failed. We're going to stick with John for another season, see how it goes. I mean,
1: to be fair Jim the, the statement today Also does address that Season tickets haven't been announced yet That That's the other thing That the statement says We aim to make an announcement shortly There are a number of issues Concerning the return of supporters To matches um, And so on
3: yeah, I mean, Hugh used a term, uh, you know, when he was he was introduced it, saying it leaves o- is open to speculation and that's exactly what people are doing. So whether it's Duncan or whether it's Stuart before that, you know, speculating whether it's Eddie Howe or whether it's not Eddie Howe or whether John Kennedy's going over there on a longer term basis or not, th- this, is, this is the reason why, you know, this will happen until in, in such times as, you know, someone is rubber stamped, um, but... You know, as far as John Kennedy's concerned, I think it's uh, a little bit disrespectful to say that oh, there's no wee club coming in for him because kind of he could be a, it could be a big club comes in for him. It could be a it could be a huge job. I mean, at the end of the day, no one's going to come in. while he's still the interim manager of Celtic, and well, he's still got a job. You know, he's not going to walk out just now, um, something like John Kennedy, unless there's something really, um, you know, that he can couldn't possibly turn down. So I, I think that um, in the fullness of time, we'll find out what happens to John Kennedy. But uh, the most important thing from Celtic's point of view is, as I said to you before, I- I'm surprised there isn't more candidates being suggested, and that that's the thing that's biggest about rather than the fact is that, it could just does, be that Eddie not, Howe. does that
1: not just show then that it, it, it is all about Eddie Howe, and it's just a case of things not going as quickly as people wanted them to.
3: Yeah, I mean, listen. It may well be, Gordon, but I think that you, you have to have options. And I think, as I said, you know, the, the wording. They might not have said, you know, the, the like we said. You can't you can't just suggest names, but you may have used that a, a different phrase. You may have said, look, you know, it's, it's imminent or we're close to finding someone, or you know, the you know, we're very close or whatever. Happens to me just to give fans, I think, a degree of optimism that there's something, you know, mm. you know, near, you know, something close, and they're working towards something that they think was going to be done, but. Listen, a club like Celtic, the the, the level of um, you know players and recruitment and you know all the other aspects, philosophy, if you want to call it that, as a manager is in, would take an enormous amount of time. You know, it's not just a case of someone coming in and three or four weeks later, you know, clicking your fingers and everything goes to plan. Um, you know, you could target twenty players and you might only get two of them. So if you're lucky, so there's such an enormous amount of work to get done. That's the reason why Hugh's one hundred percent correct. They have to get someone in to Uh Duncan. What? How do you make that? Because a, a lot of people are doing
1: it right. It's clearly taking a long time. What's the? How many days? Hugh you've got them all counted? Or 11 uh, weeks on did you on say Sunday,
2: weeks? on Sunday it will be eleven weeks since Celtic lost to Ross County
1: and Neil Lennon left mm. the the Wednesday after that game. Right. So yeah, clearly it's a long time, Duncan. But well, is it not still a leap to just say, "Ah, oh, well, this proves that it's not going to be Eddie Howe"? Is that is that not is, is there's not a bit of a leap being made there?
5: Well, I don't, I don't believe it. It, it's, it proves anything. It's just a suggestion for me. But I also look at the fact that Eddie Howe wasn't even on the radar when Spurs were looking for a manager. Now they've not won the league since 1961. That was before I was born, and I'm old. And if he's not good enough to take the Spurs reins, what makes him think he's good enough to take over a team the size of Celtic? With it, maybe Eddie Howe isn't Spurs' we, we don't know what Eddie Howe thinks yeah.
2: because the only. Um... Inkling we've had Is from Eddie Howe's Representatives Who many weeks ago Many Weeks ago Said that he wouldn't be Taking a job in the summer summer, Until Uh, the summer Mm -hmm. At least they said Uh, I happen to believe Celtic have taken A a real old battering This season And justifiably Because they've been awful However Celtic is A Big Football club Eddie Howe To my way of thinking Ought to think it A privilege to be asked to manage Celtic And if he has not said definitively Yes I want the job And I will be your manager If he hasn't said that by now I don't think that Celtic Big football
1: club Should waste any more time on him Okay 01419511025 What's on your mind tonight? Give us a call
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde 1, Super
1: Scoreboard. Hugh Keevens and Jim Duffy are here. It's 01419511025. If you'd like to join in with the discussion, you can tweet us as well, at Clyde SSB. Um, let's go back to the phones. Let's do Paul and Kirk
6: and Tillock first. Hi, Paul. Hi, Gordon. Hi, Jim. Hi, Hugh. Uh, yeah, no bad, no bad. Uh, I'm just listening to the whole Eddie Howe debate and... Obviously I got the statement sent out for the club uh, today. Now I think you can you can read into the statement What you, what you will uh, You can read into it That they're telling you that Eddie Howe, the manager Is going to be announced at the end of the season In a few weeks time You can read into it That they're trying to do things right now They're trying not to let any leaks out You can read into it what you will People will read into different things But at no point has anyhow come out and distanced himself from the job. This is what this is one of the things that that I read into it. Now I know the club haven't announced it, but is it because for some reason he doesn't want it announced? Is he waiting for the backroom staff at Bournemouth who are now in the playoffs? I don't think the statement it doesn't shed any light, but it doesn't put any downers on it either. I just think that. I still think it'll be Eddie Howe do not get any reason Not to believe it'll be Eddie Howe But well, I think By now Would I come out And distance himself For the job To be quite
1: honest Paul Let's I'll, I'll whisper it What you think about this Matters much more Than what Hugh Kevins Thinks about it Because it was a letter To season ticket holders It was addressed to you But well, Take us back to that moment I don't know Was it this morning When it arrived in your inbox Or whatever it was What, what did you take away from it Straight away then what, what was your reaction Your feelings reading through it
6: Nothing really to be honest, I don't I don't think it I mean there's a a wee bit of the laughable bit in it where you talk about the communication with supporters as of of utmost but this is for Don Mackay maybe that's maybe they've saw the, the error the error of their ways and Don Mackay is supposed to be a bit of a this is supposed to be his bag uh, with communication that so as I said maybe they're trying to right or wrongs about taking the, the fans for granted as they obviously have. The statement, it it didn't really tell you anything. It didn't really annoy me. I I, I don't think any different. They they put it out for the sake of putting it out to appease the fans, I think. But I've got no reason to doubt anything. Uh, It it, it basically didn't tell you anything. Paul, was
3: was it signed by Don McKay? Was it signed by Dominic Mackay? No, I think it was bottom? signed by Celtic Football Club Exactly so, but but, not, was,
2: uh, so Paul, with right. regard to uh, Dominic Mackay And the art of communication mm. with supporters Why did no one put their name to this? See, I don't know how you,
6: I don't, I, You're better at the fresh stuff than me I don't know uh, but see, it's the
2: Celtic. I, I, I happen to think that supporters like you Season ticket holders Who gave a, a donation of several hundred pounds Each to the club for a season, they could not watch the team at Celtic Park. I, I I think that you're due, Peter Lawwell, who is still in post. Dominic MacKay is not the chief executive until the first of July. Peter Lawwell is the chief executive. I think either Peter Lawwell or Dermot Desmond should have spoken mm-hmm. to the supporters.
1: But d- again, though, d- does that really make that much difference? Does in we are we're feeding off scraps here. That's the whole point. It's it's been a quiet time. It's been a long time. And as you say, what that does is it allows room for speculation. So I, I do accept that. But you know, the, the inclusion of the absence of a signature does that really make that much difference? Well, I, I go back to my clock is ticking theory. I get no, but see that's separate, and that I don't think. Anyone could argue with, really, because it does take a lot to build football teams and to prepare yourself for Europe. That is valid. The clock is ticking. That's not what I asked. All I've does heard the, does the inclusion or the absence of a signature really make I any difference? I think it does to it?
3: somebody like Paul. I mean, Paul just said that he throws from Dominic Mackay the new chief, ex- or the new chief executive that's, that's going to be. Yeah, but al- you know, but Paul, so Paul also said though
1: it, it was just a sort of holding statement. It didn't really yeah. stir any emotion in him. So but he also I'm not said, sure it he make also much said
3: that he believes that there's maybe going to be more communication with the fans. Because Cause of this, so therefore, I think it says to supporters if it is that, listen, this is the first piece of information that we can give out. There will be, you know, more regular, um, you know, uh, updates if you want to call it. not just in this situation, but in, in, in various situations that, that fans have asked for over, over the, the, the many seasons. You know, fans are, you know, all clubs are always looking for. Um, I think uh, a closer um, you know, unity with the, with their, their team mm. and more transparency and I think that if, if it is Don McKay that's come out with that I think that that's a good thing but I've got a problem with that even if it isn't is, is maybe is, is uh, enlightening to, to some supporters as would like it to be
2: All I've heard on the programme since the end of the Rangers game last Sunday is Celtic supporters saying I don't need to be told anything
1: I, I'm perfectly happy with the way things are going I don't need to be told Well that's another week go on What about Paul's other point though about Eddie Howe not distancing himself from the job? And this is what I was trying to explore earlier with this leap. Everybody knows it's taking a while. That's because that's the fact, right? That is the fact. Mm -hmm. But why does that have to be down to oh maybe maybe he's not taking it then? Why is it not something else? You know, you've been in the newspaper game a long time, Hugh. Uh If people at Celtic Thought that it wasn't going to be Eddie Howe Would they not be trying to get the heat taken off The Eddie Howe suggestion a little bit Rather than setting themselves up for What would now be an almighty fall Because we've been speaking about the guy for 11 weeks Well My gut reaction is that Eddie Howe should be privileged
2: to be asked to be the Celtic manager And he should have committed himself One way or the other By now Because Eddie Howe must know As Jim Duffy will know as a football manager there are an awful lot of things to be done at Celtic. Players are going; others will need to be brought in. The fixtures will be out on the 15th of June. The Champions League is ten weeks away. Uh, this is just too
1: tight for time. This is borderline nonsensical now. Is it? Bec- I mean, Jim. They all. If we're in the business of leaping to mm-hmm. different possibilities or, or conclusions. Bournemouth season isn't done, and they're mm. in the midst of a very important run. Mm. If it is all about backroom staff and scouting people and directors mm. of football, t- whatever it may be, and and they're still tied up at Bournemouth, is is that understandable? Or would you still then look for some sort of?
3: No, I think I think that if it was Eddie, eh, then they, they could come out and just say, "Yeah, listen, I, I'm you know I'm going to be the manager." He's point but. As far as my staff is concerned, you know we will address that over the next couple of weeks and, and and leave that alone. I don't think anybody's really going to be that bored provided the manager is in, um, because of course there'll be enough focus on ha- whoever the manager is. But if it is him, uh, and, and in due course you can appoint your um, your, your backroom staff. And I, 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 no, I th- but it's a, it's a difficult one. We understand that, and these things do take time. I, I get all, all of these things. Um, but from Celtic's point of view, they, they may we, uh, well be spinning more than one plate. You know, they might be three or four, and that's the reason why they're not going to write off Eddie Howe, but it also doesn't mean that they might be not writing off two or three other candidates. That, that's the reason why I say it at the time it's, it's quite surprising there doesn't seem to be any other names in the frame. Let's thank Paul
1: for his time and bring in Chris and Rasai. Hi, Chris. Hi, Grieving
7: Gladden. Grieving to you and John, I hope you're all well. Thank um, you. Guys. A couple of things I want to just kind of touch on, Gordon, if you don't mind. The first thing, I didn't see the statement I've been working today and I've only really heard it summarised by yourself at the top of the show. Um, What it did tell me was I think we've been paid lip service and the fact that there's no name on that statement was because that means there's no accountability for someone to say that was said by Peter Lowell or Tom McKay or whoever it was. My main point was I don't think Eddie Howe will be Celtic manager Um, and it's not because he's no distance himself, it's not because he's taken himself away from it. I think the next Celtic manager still employed in Scottish football, and I think it's Jack Ross. Now, the reason for that is, Jack Ross was given admiring glances by Celtic when he was said minimum manager. And whether it was through being arrogant or obnoxious, he wasn't approached. He then went to Sunderland, and he did a really good job at Sunderland, but you live and die by the sword down there. They didn't get promoted, he was sacked. He came back up to the Hibs, did a very good job. Sub for the first time in many years, potentially a Scottish Cup final. And I think that Celtic are waiting until the end of the season, whether it be 15th of May or Hibs Scottish Cup final, to then make an approach for Jack Ross, which will then obviously see the automatic changeover in players, maybe Porteous, Boyle, Kevin Nisbet, to name a few, to replace the big names that are outgoing. Keeps the transition in Scottish football, keeps the talent in Scottish football and keeps the cost low. Just on the, what the panel think of that, I just think it's glaringly obvious that he's a prime candidate and nobody seems to have picked up on it.
2: I don't think it's glaringly obvious at all I think if Celtic had wanted Jack Ross They could have had him 11 weeks ago And I have the utmost respect for Jack as a person And as a football coach However Celtic are in the business of selling season tickets They are in the business of trying to qualify for the Champions League I do not believe And I have always been told I don't speak on behalf of the Celtic supporters I'm not trying to speak on behalf of them I'm estimating that the majority of the season ticket holders would not stand for Jack Ross as the manager. We
7: stood for Neil Lennon, you. We bought season tickets, fifty-five thousand dollars them, to sit in and watch the games this year. Neil Celtic Lennon. Fazle.
2: Neil Lennon had won league titles with Celtic. Neil Lennon had a Celtic pedigree the length of your arm. And uh, when Neil Lennon came in, let us not forget that Neil Lennon won trophy after trophy. In his second time as Celtic manager, there is a world of difference between the reappointment of Neil Lennon and the appointment of Jack Ross.
7: Sure, that he won trophy after trophy the first time he was appointed at his first job in management. However,
2: when he became Celtic manager, he started off ten in a row, so okay. he had won league titles in his first and second time as Celtic manager.
7: I understand that, but prior to his appointment as a legendary player, he was untold in management. You can't say that his initial appointment he had more experience than Jack Ross did and then dismiss Jack as, you know, the Celtic fans wouldn't want him. Celtic fans will take anyone that they believe will play good football and bring a brand to the club. Jack Ross speaks very well. I think he's well-respected in the, in the game. And I just don't see how that can be dismissed at the hand that he's not big enough for Celtic.
2: As I say, uh, I respect Jack.
1: However, he's already lost two semi-finals this I, season. I, I still feel like... Are we in a bit of a time machine here I, 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 Are we not past Throwing names in mm-hmm. And And you know Debating them That That's what, what I was trying to say earlier on About this Idea Jim mm-hmm. If it's not going to be mm-hmm. Eddie Howe Celtic would surely should, mm-hmm. If it's not Eddie Howe now Everyone is going to slaughter Celtic for that mm-hmm. aren't they that, that's the way it mm-hmm. works here they'll say you wanted him yeah. and you couldn't get him so yeah. if there was still genuinely a wide open race and yeah. it could be Jack Ross and yeah. it could be Stevie Clark why on earth would Celtic still be allowing people to speculate that it was going to be Eddie Howe if that makes sense
3: <laughs> well unfortunately is uh, that that's the way football the football business now um, works you know and until you've got something you know somebody signed sealed and delivered um, you know that, that that speculation is going to continue you know Gordon and you know Chris is going to come up with, a, with another name uh, as he has done with Jack and you know again I think Jack is a very progressive young man. I think he's got a lot of talent I think he's got a lot of potential um, he, I'm sure he would have learned it from his experiences at Sunderland which is a huge club uh, and I think he will be on the radar um, of of I mean, not not the isn't a top club, but you know, e- even bigger clubs uh, over the next um, short period of time. Conti- provided Hibernian continue to to progress, um, so listen, I, I don't have a problem. With suggestion suggesting Jack Ross. I think Jack Ross is a, is, a, is a a good name to to throw in the mix. But like you said, you know, everything seems to point to, to Eddie Howe, and for whatever reason, I think until that one is absolutely either a complete decision made yes or no then I think that'll always be the name at the top of the list and well ahead of everyone else at this moment in time.
1: See what I mean though, Chris, is the only thing that is making you point to Jack Ross is the fact that it's taken 11 weeks and we've not heard anything. Is there, is there anything else at all? Or, or are we just kind of plucking names?
7: To be honest with you, Gordon, I, I thought maybe how. You know, from, from day dot when Neil Lennon was dismissed, left, walked, whatever it would be, you look around Britain and who's available and who is at the stock to take that job. And Eddie Howe was my first choice. We spoke on the radio before when Robert Martinez was mentioned, Steve Clark was mentioned. Eddie Howe was always my first choice. I just think, the only reason I talk about Jack Ross is, I just think out of respect for him, I know Hugh said, if they wanted Jack, they would have got me long weeks ago. I think out of integrity for him and his job he's doing at Hibs, I don't think they'll approach till the end of the season. And I don't think that's because we're Celtic, we can get who we want. I think there's got to be a little bit of integrity there. And they've got John Kennedy there. They don't need a new manager right now, but what they do need is someone to come in mid mid May and start the process for the qualifiers. So to approach Jack Ross on the twentieth of May for me makes more sense than Eddie Howe not distance himself or not commit himself to the job when we've actually got a great candidate right there in Scottish football.
2: So eleven weeks have gone, and you want to wait another three.
7: But what's the difference So Eddie Howe Weeks us wait To the 1st of June We're going to wait Another
2: 7 weeks then And the the next thing I'm told is that Well we need to wait For Bournemouth In the playoffs
1: I can't believe This is Celtic We're talking about Who are Trying to I don't know If that's the reason I'm just We've speculated For 40 minutes now I'm just throwing out Things that could be Possibilities Absolutely And I I go back to it In the absence
2: of clarity There will be rumour And suspicion And speculation But
1: I look at the statement today and I'm not sure that Eddie Howe's nailed down. 01419511025, let's hear from you. It's a great time to call. It means you could be up after the travel.
0: 01419511025 This is Scottish Football's lead Leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevans are here. It's 01419511025 on the phones or it's at Clyde SSB on Twitter Um let's go straight back in shall we with Ian who's an Aberdeen fan from Greenock What's on your mind tonight Ian?
7: Um, what it is is I think the signing of Declan Gallagher, along with Scott Brown's been excellent business
1: Yeah that was last night actually just after yeah. we left the, the studio I think news broke that Aberdeen have announced the pre-contract signing of Motherwell and Scotland mm. Defender Declan Gallagher What do you make of that Jim?
3: Yeah I think he's You know Listen It's, it's an excellent signing um, You know I think uh, f- For Aberdeen He's, he's You know Experience And now an international player In pretty much every game For Scotland Particularly the last couple of games For Scotland they played I know he didn't Play not you know, the most national, recent but, before that, yeah. but when he played He was absolutely terrific Particularly uh, In the playoff game You know um, Against uh, Mitrovic He was outstanding So yeah I think it's a really good signing um, You know I think it's an important signing Again um, you know you know, Talented player um, Consistent Very consistent uh, Experience And I think that the Aberdeen fans Will be delighted uh, With the You know Having Scott Brown And Declan Gallagher I think the next signing Or the next couple of signings Has to maybe add A little bit more flair And imagination And creativity And goal scoring threat Because I think Aberdeen have always been A resilient side Always difficult to play Always organised under, under Derek McInnes But Obviously, over the over the last few years, I've lost some top goal scorers and top players at the top end of the pitch, uh, and I think that uh, that's that's the next part um, for for Stephen Glass to to look towards. How can he strengthen? How can he add quality to that end of the pitch? Because I think the Aberdeen fans are desperate for some free flowing, entertaining football.
2: Yeah, there's no downside uh, to the mm-hmm. Declan Gallagher signing. He's a terrific mm-hmm. player. Uh, there's no fee. So it's a nice piece of business You'll get Scott Brown For the inspiration that he'll provide But as Jim said uh, They've got McCrory And they've got Lewis Ferguson Good young players there um, But it's in the the actual
1: 20 goal a season department That they're, they're looking for somebody Ian, obviously the likes of Ash Taylor, Tommy Hoban, Andy Considine Guys that are there at the moment Do you think, is Declan Gallagher an upgrade on them? Um,
7: definitely Because obviously t- Tommy Hoban has been great, um, but he's injury prone. Um, and Ash Taylor is a good defender on his day, but he's also a bit of a bomb scare at times.
1: Very well put. That's one of those technical Scottish yeah, football yeah, Scottish
3: terms. Term, yeah. I, th- I think that, you know, listen, Declan's good in the ball, as I said, and he's a, he's a real strong character. Um, he's, a, he's a leader, he's obviously been captain as well. Um, so, you know, I think that that's what Stephen Glass will be looking at. We want more strong characters. Uh, Getting back to, to, to the days where Aberdeen would really believe that if they came to Glasgow, they could win games no matter who it was against, home and away. So I think there's a, a, you're going to build a real strong foundation there. I know the, the goalkeeper as well, I think was Woods, Woods I think it signed as well in a, a two year deal. So, you know, he's, he's, he's starting to make um, rapid progress, um, Stephen Glass. Um, but as I said, that the hardest part and the most expensive part is generally the top. But it's difficult when when Derek McInnes McKinnis was there. He had the likes I said to you, um, Rooney. I mean, do you remember him? James Madison there on loan. You know, the guy guys now worth probably 50, 60 million You know, so you lose top players at, at that end of the pitch. Sam Cosgrove, very difficult to replace. But that will be his biggest test, I think, over the next couple when, of weeks.
2: When I watched the uh, to go to um, Pataudry and absolutely wipe the floor with Aberdeen. I thought cause for concern there, uh, and Declan Gallagher will address that cause for concern at the back end of the park, uh, and I'm sure Stephen Glass and uh, will be looking through these alternatives uh, in the transfer market with regard to a striker. But the goalkeeper's a good move, Gallagher's a good move, Brown's an excellent move. He's starting mm. to get his business done.
1: Yeah, obviously that was a disappointment in the copy, and you are you still. Are you excited about the future How do you see the The very early days Of the Stephen Glass era I think If
8: Celtic
1: get the wrong appointment and I think we could channel Celtic for second no. yeah, Well I
2: mean it's, You know So hard to tell
1: Because who, who knows what the Celtic
2: Since Ian brought team up the subject. Like. I wouldn't have mentioned Celtic Had Ian not mentioned Celtic But Aberdeen are getting things done They're getting players in Plans are underway And the reason why Ian can talk about finishing between Rangers and Celtic is that Celtic have gone into a state of suspended animation. There's nothing there. There's nobody going out yet. There's nobody coming in. There's no manager.
1: There's no recruitment director. I'm not sure that's strictly true. I mean, you can speculate about who's calling the shots, but they signed the pre-contract... For Liam Shaw from Sheffield Wednesday, Patrick Clamala, amongst others, have left. So you know, that, that is still happening. Well, plans need to be made for
2: next season. We we you can't simply be happy to say, oh, they've got Luke Shaw, Liam, you know, Liam, Liam Shaw. Do not know
3: Luke Shaw? <laughs> I think maybe a wee bit more expensive. I mean, this is the thing. Look, I,
1: I don't put words in my mouth. I'm not saying that it's going to satisfy people. But if you're going to say that nothing is happening, obviously I'm going to point out that. That's not strictly accurate Ian said that he was
3: happy He's an Aberdeen fan He believes that his team can contest for second place But no one knows I mean, You don't know the rest of the players You don't know who who the Celtic man is going to be The player recruitment (laughs) At this moment in time Evidence hypothetical We're answering on the back of Mm. Ian Suggesting that his team could finish second I I like that I I like that optimism Because it shows that his belief In the new management uh, team there up Aberdeen And he believes that no matter um, you know who's who else is is going to be uh, in Scottish football? That Aberdeen are going to be one to be the main challengers. And we get back to then that that contest with Jack Ross still be there. Mm-hmm. That'll be another big challenge because Aberdeen haven't really put up a sustained challenge this year. Um, and f- for third place, Declan
1: Gallagher is now thirty years of age. Mm-hmm. Jim, you've worked with yeah. him in the past. Mm-hmm. Are Aberdeen getting his peak years? As, yeah. a, as a central defender Is that
3: Yes absolutely I think uh, yeah, Listen, Obviously um 10 years ago People would say That, that you're on The, the, the downward um, uh, Spiral But no, no I think that The next four years For me Comfortably Will be Declan Gallagher's Best years I think he's going To a top club With some really good players A new management team I think he'll go there With a real enthusiasm To do well I, I think it'll be A terrific signing And I think the next Four years for, for Declan Gallagher will be as is, is pivotal in his best years, absolutely. Thank
1: you, Ian. It was nice to hear from you. Let's bring in Scott on the line. What's your point tonight, Scott?
9: Hi there, guys. How you doing? Good, you, Um Scott. It's about the who ha about the managers. Like, when he gets appointed, blah, blah, blah. Just bear with me two seconds before my dog eats me. Um, <laughs> um he's done it. <laughs> um, Celtic, traditionally, managers have been, have been appointed in June or July. And I can take you back in the facts of it. Stephen Gennard was appointed on the 1st of June last year. With, uh, sorry, in 2018 with Rangers. Right? Go back to the Celtic manager. Manager's list. Celtic managers have been appointed on the, the, the dates like Martin O'Neill, June. John Barnes, June. Joseph Englis, July. Wim Jansen, July. Ronnie Dyer, June. Brendan Rodgers was the only one of the last, I think it was the last eight managers it was appointed before
1: the month of June or July. Stephen, did you say Stephen Gerard was early June?
3: At 2018, yeah, he said. First of June. No, it was May. He's he was no, he's just not it's
9: just. I'm only going to be that. Okay. I'm just, going
1: to be. No, that's fine. Just to clear up, because he's I just had the anniversary the other day, three years. It was early, early May. But anyway, on you go.
9: Well, I currently Wikipedia, which is like where, it, where I'll go for most of my information and for stuff. So Celtic are traditionally known for appointing their managers in June or July. Um, I, that, the facts tell you that. Martin O'Neill was only appointed when he walked in the door and the board of directors were told it's not going to be um, the Dutch manager who they were all wanting. It's going to be this man. It's going to be Martin O'Neill. His first season didn't turn out to be t- exactly disastrous, did it? Took the, a terrible. The, the difference, the the, 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 to me.
2: difference between...
9: Shoot, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> Ronnie Dyler was also appointed in June. Two
2: trophies. Martin so O'Neill came in. Let him finish team. you. Let him finish.
9: Oh. <laughs> let, me, let me finish you. You're All I'm trying to point out is you more sensitive to the dog. Put the manager in place <laughs> when they're ready. To put the manager in place, no matter whether the fans like it, you like it, you or anybody else likes it.
1: Do you think the dog is agreeing or disagreeing with you, Scott? Sorry. Do you think your dog is agreeing or disagreeing
9: with you? Uh. Like he's a cheeky wee git So I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Is that Hugh or the dog You're talking about uh, Hugh
1: I, I admire Scott's research I, I do wonder And we'll put this back to Scott The, the relevance of what month Martin Neil was I appointed in I, I, I'm not sure how that Will impact things uh, and now And also Martin was appointed
2: Under Almost Identical circumstances To the Circumstances that Celtic Find them in now because Rangers had just won the league by 21 points When Martin came in He was then given the money Over £20 million To bring in Neil Lennon Alan Thompson Chris Sutton John Hartson And above all else He already had okay, Henrik Larsson on the premises And Stan Petrov And it was all there It was glee time Almost from the word go Celtic Will be Minus So many Crucially Important players And Who knows If over 20 million pounds Will be made available to Whoever
1: Comes in Scott what's the dog's name?
9: Um, I've got two actual ones, Actually one's a chihuahua He's called um, Charlie And the other one's called Jack
1: ah, I was hoping for a like, Henrik or Lubo or something <laughs> I thought we were going to finish That hour on a high Scott thank you very much <laughs>
0: Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football
1: Friday night the sun is kind of shining and it's time for Beat the Pundit What's Not to Love 01419511025 You come on here you answer as many questions right as you can and if you get more than the Pundit the bragging rights and the signed ball are yours it really is that easy. You do need to phone before seven o'clock though, so don't hang about. Your chance to beat the pundit is up next.
0: Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here. If you're just joining us, what you've missed in the first hour has been a lot of reaction to the letter sent to season ticket holders by Celtic today. Still to come though, plenty of time between now and 8 o'clock if you want to elaborate on that you are more than welcome really want to hear from you St Mirren fans St Johnson fans Dundee United Hibs it's Scottish Cup semi-final weekend how are you feeling obviously in in our part of the world in Glasgow in the West I I suspect that might mean a little bit more to to you St Mirren fans but I know there's plenty of a Hibs and other Supporters out there So pick up the phone Let us know how you're feeling On the eve Of Scottish Cup Semi-final Weekend Are you Where are you on the, the Nervous scale Because you go through that roller Rollercoaster and lead up To big games don't you You're optimistic one minute Then you're dreading it The next minute and so on How are you feeling Ahead of the games This weekend Let us know right now 01419511025 And we'll start looking ahead To some of them Next
0: Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online uk Slash
1: football Okay, Beat the Pundit time then Let's see if we can finish the week on a high It's been another interesting week on Beat the Pundit And tonight Ian in Uddingston Wants to take on Hugh or Jim How's it going Ian? Uh, not bad about you Good stuff Would you have a preference out of these two? Uh, not really, no I say Jim but favourite not bothered. You'll take on anybody. That sounds fine. I don't mind that at all. Heads, it will be Hugh Ke- Did you play Monday or was it Alex Ray? Uh, I played Monday. Yeah. Did yeah. Okay. Did you win? I did. Oh, Ooh. right. Okay. A man in form. Heads, it is Hugh Evans. Tails, it will be Jim Duffy. And it is Heads, it's Hugh up against Ian from Oddingston So, Hugh, I will give you some Clyde 2 to listen to. Yep, he's giving me the nod. That means he can't hear us anymore. Ian, the rules could barely be simpler. 30 seconds. Answer as many questions Right as you can And you are allowed to pass So my Hint to you would be If you don't know Pass quickly And get through as many questions As you can okay Right Right good man 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts Now Who's the only UK nation Not playing at the Euros This summer
7: Uh, Northern Ireland Who does
1: St Johnson play In the Scottish Cup semi This weekend St Marin. Which current Motherwell player Has signed a pre-contract With Aberdeen Stephen Gallagher Who, Living- Who managed Livingston When they won the 04 Scottish League Cup uh, pass. Name either side Celtic beat en route To the 2003 UEFA Cup Final
5: uh, Liverpool
1: that Former Rangers player Reno Gattuso Won the Champions League With which team AC Martin. Okay. Hugh Keevans Can you hear us I can Brilliant 30 seconds On the clock same set of questions, your time starts now Who's the only UK nation not playing in the Euros this summer? Wales Who does St Johnston play in the Scottish Cup semis this weekend? St Mirren Which current Motherwell player has signed a pre-contract with Aberdeen? Declan Gallagher Who managed Livingston when they won the 04 Scottish League Cup? Uh, Davey Hay and Jim Wiesman Name either side Celtic beat on route to the 2003 UEFA Cup final Either um, English side Blackburn Former Rangers player Reno Gattuso won the Champions League with which team? EC um, Milan. What do you think, Ian?
5: Oh, I don't know. I've not bet on Gallica
1: one. Oh, no, i no, no, The golfer. <laughs> <laughs> we need to accept your first answer. Let's find out. Who's the only UK nation not playing in the Euros this summer, Jim? Northern Ireland. It is Northern Ireland. Wow. Ian goes 1 mm. 0 in front. Who does St Johnson play this weekend at St Mirren? Mm. Which current Motherwell player Has signed a pre-contract I just can't Ian I can't It's always take your first answer It is not Stephen Gallagher And you know that as well no. It's Declan Gallagher So Hugh yeah. Keevans is level Who managed Livy When they won the 4 Scottish League Cup Davy Hay Who goes in front You were back on it though Ian You knew Blackburn or Liverpool You had the choice of the two English sides That Celtic beat en route to the Seville and uh, Rino Gattuso Won the Champions League With AC Milan Ian you were not bad at all It was a 4 for you But a 5 For Hugh Keevens. Declan Gallagher Will haunt you In your sleep tonight <laughs> Ian but
7: At least he's not fine
1: with Celtic That's, that's what I care about Well fun, funny enough Actually we had a call A very memorable call On Tuesday night Was it Was it Dave Davey Dave from Aloha I think you You would have loved it It was right up your street uh-huh. He was Certain He was dishing out All sorts of certainties That Eddie Howe is Not only going to be The new Celtic manager He's already The new Celtic manager uh-huh. And the list of signings Targets Guys that were Maybe not nailed on to come But were, were, were going to Celtic Declan Gallagher was one of them right, right. That's one theory out the window <laughs> But keep a lookout For names like Shakiri Joining Celtic in the summer uh-huh. there, there were many It was it was quite the list mm. But Declan Gallagher We'll have to sc- scrub him off He's away yeah. to Aberdeen I-
2: and after the man After the steward In the car park Telling him that too Yeah I mean how can you I mean the stewards are He saw him, he, saw him he was
3: in he was coming out the door yeah, yeah
1: yeah Honestly Thank you to Ian <laughs> He's in the hill
2: Stephen
5: right Gallagher It was Stephen
3: Gallagher That was coming out That's right St- a...
1: Stephen Gallagher is a good golfer that's all, yeah. that's all we know Declan Gallagher has signed For Aberdeen Right 01419511025 Looking forward to Scottish Cup semi-final weekend Yeah Um I think, you know,
2: with regard to St Mirren, who are the, the team closest to us, my great old friend Alex Smith was the manager when they beat Dundee United in 1987, the People's Final, as they called it. To be perfectly honest, it wasn't much of a final, mm-hmm. but the St Mirren fans had a fantastic time. Ian Ferguson got the goal. Mm-hmm. And then there was the League Cup final, fantastic final against Hearts when, when Danny Lennon was in charge. Mm-hmm. And another old pal of mine Tommy Craig Was uh, his assistant uh, And it was a terrific final So You know I-, I wish St Mirren All the best Jim Goodman, All the best um, I know St Johnson Have had their problems And are working their way Through them With regard to COVID-19 But This season Of all seasons With Callum Davidson And those players You cannot Write them off Even though they're in Going to lose Four important men I would not write them off But here we have The only two teams in the country To have beaten Rangers in domestic matches this season Mm. St Mirren knocked them out the Betfred St Johnson knocked them out the Scottish Cup it will be a terrific way to spend your Sunday.
1: Right, how are you feeling ahead of that one? 01419511025. Two semi finals this weekend. 4 pm tomorrow, Dundee United Hibs. Another game that they've just not run the kickoff time past us here on Clyde no. one Super <laughs> Scoreboard. Starting <laughs> to get a bit offended. And then 2.15 Sunday, St Mirren, St Johnston. Stephen is a St Mirren fan in Paisley. Where are the, the nerves, the optimism? How are you feeling ahead of it, Stephen?
10: Uh, good evening, Gordon. Uh, good evening, Hugh. Good evening, Jim. I hope everybody's safe and well. Thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'd just like to pick up on the point Hugh just mentioned there 1987, uh, probably the worst Cup final ever. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, d- I didn't want it to but... go that far, Stephen.
10: <laughs> uh, well, no, I would. Uh, but 2013, probably the best League Cup final against Hearts. You know, just yeah. absolutely fantastic game. Uh, like I said to you, producer, I'm just looking forward to uh, Sunday. Um, I know Saint Johnson I've just picked us by two goals to get the sixth place. Um, but I know they're playing well. But um, I don't want to read too much into these players that get the COVID virus, and mm-hmm. uh, there's three, four players out. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and I, I'm really optimistic. I'm, I'm looking forward to the game on Sunday, and I just I think someone are going to do this. I've I just think my name's on the cup. Uh, the, the reason, uh, the reason I think you produce a call me as well. Uh, if I can make one quick point, I was trying to get through their night there. Uh, just on the situation where UEFA uh, not granting someone uh, a European license uh, because of the, they don't meet the criteria, but UEFA didn't come out and say what the criteria they, they, they didn't meet. Um, but they've got, a, you know, they've got a, a, a re, uh, they've got a place to uh, sorry appeal against this, and I was trying to get through, trying to make a point, trying yeah. to get through to
1: your final. I've, I've been see that that story, Stephen. I, I wonder about these things sometimes if it's. Not quite as drastic as it sounds And if it's one of these Administrative things That might well get Cleared up in the fullness of time Jim um, I think we're lacking In in a bit of detail on that As Stephen says In terms of his thoughts on on the game he, He's optimistic He feels that St Mirren Could well do it
3: Yeah I mean listen As Stephen mentioned there I mean there is Absolutely nothing Between the two teams A couple of goals It was all that separated them As Hugh mentioned Both teams have beaten uh, Rangers this year Which takes uh, an awful lot Would the uh, run for of form
1: in. Put St Johnson as Favourites
3: I would probably say They would just Be And you know I must admit I was really impressed By the performance at Ibrox Yeah you know The the whole drama Of the whole equaliser the last minute. But I just I just thought, you know, tactically and the you know the way they played and, you know, I thought was very very impressive. Um, but let's like uh, again, I've had a terrific season. Uh, you know, I know that Jim was a bit disappointed at not getting the top six. I mean, he'd set his targets high. He fully believed he could get there. And As I said, he was just a fraction away from it. But listen it's, a, it's absolutely A toss of the coin There's no doubt about it I think uh, It'll be a very nervy game I think like, like Everyone I think it Could well go extra time mm-hmm. Could go the full distance penalties So I hope both teams Are practised Because I think That definitely Could go all the way Do you know we, 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 I don't want to harp on About this But
2: the, the lack of people At the St. Mary St. Johnston game Stephen on the line Will remember In 87 As I say They called it The people's final uh, which is almost a kind of derogatory term because it means Celtic and Rangers aren't playing in it, so we we'll need to come up with some marketing slogan for it. But the, the 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 crowd from Paisley that day was unbelievable, and when it was the Betfred, or rather the League Cup final, three um, two against Hearts, I mean Paisley really went to town that weekend. And Stephen, I'm sure, will remember that, you know. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, here we have Stephen. You know, the, the, you can't get into Hamden. And you can't go into the pub either
1: I can sit outside You
2: can get in the pub As long (laughs) as you're
3: not drinking (laughs)
1: Yeah, Uh, Stephen We're about to hear a clip From Jim Goodwin I won't spoil it But the the gist of it is you know, He he still believes St Johnson are Our favourites See when you get to this stage And you're in the unique situation Where there isn't Celtic Or Rangers in it Is it good to still Try and be underdogs Does that is
10: that oh, suit? Yeah. Gordon, honestly, see 1987, we played hearts in the semi-final, we were, uh, we went, uh, we went down one nothing. Uh will remember the game, we went down one nothing, and we'd been in like four semi-finals in seven years, in the 80s, uh, and we got a hockey, we go again, and, and when Frank McGarvey got that winner to put us through the final 2-1, we just knew, we just knew we were going to win that cup that year, I don't care what anybody, and Dundee United have lost so many finals, we just knew. I know it was the worst final probably ever in record, but we just knew that we were going to win that mm-hmm. final that day. Just and the the whole of Paisley was, you know. A whole, I'll, I'll tell you one quick story. One, one of our buses uh, had to come. We had to book buses from Bristol. That's where we got our buses from for the pub that we were drinking <laughs> at the time. We had to get buses from uh, from Bristol, and my local bowling club, Ferguson the bowling club, had three buses from Middlesbrough. That's where they had to book their buses from. This is how, this is how mad this town was in 1987. So mm. I'm looking forward to it again. I, I can see your name on this cup again. Honestly, you the, like, there on the
2: Sunday, Stephen, when they the, the, they brought the, the the cup back to Love Street.
10: Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was like, like, like 10,000 in the ground that day on yeah. the Sunday afternoon. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant. You, it, it was just the, the best weekend ever in my life. Honestly, I mean, I've supported some months, and I mean, I, I remember watching Archie Gemmill, Gordon McQueen. I've been there since the 60s. Uh, I love my club I love my club device. And I don't know if you remember Hugh I was on uh, When Scotland Qualified For the, the Euros I was on the, I was on the last call On Saturday And I called you a copy boy You remember me <laughs> I said you were a copy boy The last time Scotland had Qualified for the European t- Tournament Or the, the World uh, Tournament Uh, I love my club, Hugh, and I'm just so looking forward to Sunday, honestly.
1: I'm a bit bit torn here, right, because I love Stephen's Conference and St Mirren might go through. And if they do, then I would rather wait to get you to repeat this story, Hugh, because there's a story Uh about you at Love Street, isn't there, after the cup. But then the problem is, what if St Mirren go out and it will forget about it and I'll never get you to repeat the story? And I do like it. So just go for it now Because you asked Stephen if, if he was there And I like this one
2: He's, Which one are you talking it's about? about? Uh, the, the, the loo?
1: Oh no, no there's, there's a bit more it sentimental than Oh yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to that one <laughs> yeah, In a minute though. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Oh you that must them. No
2: the, 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 After it was all over uh, I was doing a game At uh, At Love Street And A gentleman Came out onto the park And he stood in the centre circle Stephen And the ground was empty And he stood there And he had the cup in his hand and he held it up He held it up to heaven That's what he was doing And I, I didn't know who he was So I asked the biggest St Mirren supporter I knew Within the press corps And he told me who he was And he said his father passed away a few days ago And he would, mm. you know, it, it would break s- your heart s- Such emotion yeah. to, to watch him directly to the centre circle To the centre spot To show his father the cup mm. It was lovely
1: and then when you told that story about a year or two ago, did, they not, did someone not family, get in touch? Family got, family got in touch, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that story. I must admit, that's what football means to us. Hang on the line, Stephen, and we'll hear from your manager, that clip I was talking about, about St. Johnson um, potentially being favourites. And as you mentioned, there's also this underlying story about St. Johnson being minus four players due to, to COVID protocols. I sympathise with uh, Callum Davidson
8: and, um, and the players involved. And first and foremost, I think it's... A- about the, the health and well-being of the players and their families, of course, uh, and football, you know, almost takes a um, a backseat in, in times like this. But you know, there's there's a nobody needs to tell us about the the difficulties um, of dealing with, with COVID. You know, we have had um, you know numerous occasions throughout the course of the season where we've been affected directly or indirectly. And um, yeah, I mean, I can only think back to that Hibs game way back in I think it was September where. You know, three hours before kick off, we didn't know if we had a goalkeeper. So um, I would imagine Callum would be using it as motivation for his group as well. You know, to go and do it for the, the four players that will be missing.
1: I think for Jim Goodwin, you Saint Mirren fans, the Saint Mirren players certainly Stephen. That I, I take you, you can't focus on that, can you? You can't go around. Wondering which players it's going to be and, and who's going to be missing for St Johnson Because that that just confuses things doesn't it
10: Listen it's probably going to be four reserve players You know it's just the way the media put this up, across But uh, no it, We've got to turn up in the day It's simple as that We've just got to turn up in the day It doesn't matter uh, if they've got a full team squad Or you know if, if they're missing some players uh, A cup semi-final is a cup semi-final And it's just who takes the advantage Or who takes the initiative on the day mm is going to win the game. You know, and I'm so, so confident that someone's getting through this final. I mean, I was bitterly disappointed with the semi-final against Livingston, the League Cup final, um, because I'd been there eight years ago in 2013 with Daniel Ennend. uh, Brilliant. uh, And Hugh, like I said, Hugh will tell you that that was one of the best League Cup finals ever, the 3-2 game against Harps. Uh, I'm so looking forward to this game,
1: Stephen. Your enthusiasm's rubbing off on me. I'm looking forward to even more listening to Stephen. Stephen, I called
2: one or two of them the day after that game. Oh, there were some sorry boys mm. the following day. Let me
1: tell you, Jim. Unfortunately, yeah. this is this is football yeah. in the 2021 20, mm. season where mm. you're you're counting COVID absentees yeah. for such a big game. First and foremost, the two positive cases. Hopefully, they're fine. Hopefully, yes. they're okay. Two other players, uh, St Johnston, have. Signed Bobby's Lamal mm-hmm. on an emergency yeah. loan from Hearts, the mm-hmm. goalkeeper, who incidentally went on an emergency loan to St. Mirren Mary- earlier yeah. this season for something similar. You'll remember Xander Clark mm-hmm. missed out last week due to a, a toe injury, Torey, I think yeah. it was. I
3: think he was celebrating, wasn't he, <laughs> they won over well, Rangers I I, and some, I, someone stood in his toe? I can imagine.
1: So, yeah, I mean, on one hand, St. Johnson have been brilliant at chopping and changing this yeah. season, haven't they? It doesn't seem to matter <laughs> no. who comes in. On the other hand, yeah. obviously you want everyone available.
3: Yeah, listen, I mean, there's obviously key players. that There's no doubt about that. But they have missed, like everybody, you know, they've missed it, one or two players. But, you know, you, you don't want it to anyone missing because of an injury or because of particularly of COVID. Um, you, you know, you want the game played uh, with all the players available. I mean, I'd be interested more from a, a coaching perspective of whether St. man changed their shape a little bit because St. John's are playing the 3-5-2 now. They do very, very well. Uh, you know, with McCart and Kerr, you know, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, and uh, you know, and the, the, you know, obviously fullbacks, Rooney and stuff like that. Obviously, Tangie missing, so I think it'll be Callum Booth that comes in. But uh, you know, they're, they're, they're strong in that area, strong in the midfield, and they've got good options up front, as I said, that whatever pairing they choose to do really put mm-hmm. defenders under pressure. So I'm interested to see whether St. Mern will match up against them or whether they'll go. With a back four Mm. So for me Obviously I'm not not, uh, You know With with Stephen's enthusiasm I think St John's Are slight favourites But uh, nevertheless As I said to you on, I think Mm. it'll be such Mm. a close game And they're very evenly matched And
1: before we go Hugh What's the toilet story? He can't leave us hanging like that Or was it you that was left hanging?
4: Oh Oh. hey
2: steady Uh, It's a Renfrewshire Cup Uh Final At
1: at Love Street Mm.
2: And Stephen will know By that time Love Street was a wee bit Dilapidated That's why you get a new ground Stephen Mm -hmm. But it goes to penalty kicks And I am doing it At that time I was in, uh, on the Daily Record And I thought oh, I must rent the loo before the penalty kicks start I get in the, to this dilapidated loo Shut the door behind me And there was no handle on the inside <laughs> So I've been giving it the full Flintstones Oh Wilma uh, And uh, I think it was about four or five penalty kicks in Before a man A man kicked the door in To let me out And, it, and the following day On the George Bowie programme People phoned in to complain About the man who let me out I thought they were going to complain Because the match
3: report was just Unfinished <laughs> You say the penalties were one each And it was 5-4 Honestly
1: Shouldn't have let you out You could have still been in there After all this time Thank you Stephen That takes us up to time For your full time teaser So I'll give you that next If you've got any thoughts on the semi-finals This weekend Or anything else That you think We've missed Or covered already Good time to get it in
0: Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Keevans And Jim Duffy Are here Still plenty of time To get your calls in So pick up that phone And let us know What's on your mind It's time for you two To come together And tackle this Full time teaser What a lively Lively week it's been With these Scottish Football Writers Association Player yeah. and Manager of the Year Nominees who yeah, yeah. Very very lively debates um, And I love how Every caller came on And before putting their point across Said There isn't even a debate I can't believe we're having this discussion It's obviously This person A yeah. The next caller says I can't believe we're having this discussion It's yeah, obviously right. the
3: four callers last night It's obviously B a Rangers player, yeah. didn't
1: And uh, the manager one was, was very interesting as well So um, On that theme Mikey says since this year's award has all nominations from Rangers, can you name the last eight Rangers players to win this award? Now I do feel like I need to keep explaining this because to to Hugh or to Jim, this stuff kind of rolls off the tongue. But it's easy to forget that we have two main awards. We've got the PFA Scotland one and the Football Writers Award. This is the Football Writers. This year, all four nominees are from Rangers. And Mikey wants to know if you can name the last eight Rangers winners of this award, not the PFA. The the, the player award.
3: Yes, Barry Ferguson.
1: Barry Ferguson did indeed win this uh, a couple of times: ninety-nine, no. 2000, and two thousand, and o two, o three. Well done. Nacho Novo. No, that was a, no offence to Nacho mm. if he's listening. Mm. That was a very strange start, if you ask me. I'm, not, I'm looking at some of the names on this list, and I'm surprised you've started with Nacho Novo. Yes, Amaruso. Not Quite as surprising, but still wrong. Uh, Brian Loudrup, yes. See, see, Jim's got the gist of this. Uh, right, we'll leave it there. You've got Brian Loudrup, Paul Gascoigne, Barry Ferguson. So, we're looking for the last yes. eight Rangers winners of the Scottish Football Writers Association Player of the Year. So, a topical one. Thanks to Mikey. And your nightly reminder if you would like to submit a question, we would love to have it full time at clyde1.com. So yeah, get your questions in. Let's speak to Stephen, who's calling from just along the road in Clydebank. What's your point tonight, Stephen?
8: Hi, evening, guys. Hello. Um, first time phoning. Um, nice to have you. Basically, Hugh, I, I, sure, I think, nailed it earlier on um, with Celtic uh, in regards to said they need a, a name, you know, like as a manager. Um, my my thoughts is, is they're possibly waiting um, because they might be going in for Stevie Clark. Um I thought we should have went in for him um, before we reappointed Lennon I think he's somebody who could actually put the fire back into the club because that's clearly what we're needing um, and I just obviously would you guys think about that I wouldn't
2: pretend to know whether Celtic wants Stevie Clark or don't want him but what I do know is that they can't wait for him he's going to the Euros and Celtic can't wait that long uh, there, there are things that are needing to be done here There's business Needing to be done They've lost A lot of time As it is And they can't Mm. wait For Stevie Clark To finish at the Euros
1: We do Mm. know they want Eddie Howe though Can we at (laughs) at least agree On that much And I feel like we've Stripped everything back I've been taken back to Mid February (laughs) With some of the the Suggestions tonight What's troubling me Is that
2: um, Are we to understand That Eddie Howe Is waiting to see How Bournemouth got on In the playoffs Uh, Are we to understand That Eddie Howe if Bournemouth were to win promotion Eddie Howe would say Oh well I can't take the
3: job now Because I can't have these guys that I wanted So would it be Jonathan Woodgate then Because he brought and Jonathan Woodgate wasn't there When Eddie Howe was there His assistant went to Sheffield United hmm. uh, To help put Paul Heckenbottom So you know no, And, I, and that, that's been done so who, who, the,
1: who, name, oh, the name uh, slipped my mind uh, Stephen Purchase has won. Yeah, And then obviously there was yeah. There was talk about Richard Hughes yeah, From that, a, a football but, director but, point By of all you. accounts
3: he wasn't He's not going to come well that, that seems to have been one that was dismissed This is the old speculation part well, is isn't it the, that, that seems to be one that had mm. been dismissed So the reason I'm asking is just who Who is there now because it's different people there now from. I mean you've got to remember Eddie how I left there a season yeah. ago I mean, mm-hmm. More than a full season ago now.
1: Yeah I mean Stephen There was an, an update of sorts It's very easy for people to say oh that's not enough It's lacking in detail, it's lacking in clarity Whatever but I mean it's Celtic can only They can only say what what they know at the moment they're not going to come out and say right listen everyone we're, we are trying to get Eddie Howe we don't know if it's going to happen yet let's let's wait and see what happens what have you made of you know the, the kind of calls for some communication and then the fact that you got that today
8: yeah the the, the email today that, that, that we got I thought was just laughable like to be honest it's been like all season um, this is one of our biggest seasons for don't know when um, and we just completely fell apart from top to bottom um, there's, there's every supporter who's paid five hundred pound upwards to sit and watch it in the house. You know we need a bit of clarity to say, listen, you know we we need more. Obviously, your your, your money again. This is what we're going to do for you, and it's just as if the supporters are are, are nothing at the moment, um, and it's just it's not on. It's not on. We need a big, big change, and we need it very, very quickly.
1: I mean, talking about. This season Hugh, have been over it all a lot But mm-hmm. the, You know In terms of Today's take Today's Development Or last night Shane Duffy Officially leaving Celtic Yeah um, Returning to Brighton After what he called a, You know A tough year um, Time to hit the restart button And get myself sorted He said In an Instagram post I know you're not on Instagram Heaven help us mm-hmm. um, If you were I mean 27 appearances Hasn't played though Since Valentine's Day He's missed a couple now Through injury Clearly had a lot of criticism Um, If you had given the Celtic supporters
2: A sheet of A4 paper And said write down Your worst nightmare That could happen This season They would have started with Not getting 10 in a row They would have included losing to Ross County At home in the Betfred Cup They would have included Going out to the Scottish Cup to Rangers And they would have Listed the names of several players Who they wish they'd never clapped eyes on Mm. And Shane Duffy regrettably Would have been one of them
1: I mean ultimately Jim When you're a a footballer It's tough It's tough Mm. at the top as they say You're there And there will be things going on in the background Mm. And and, uh, I wonder if there's room for a bit of sympathy He said in that thing you know, Not many people know what goes on behind the scenes Mm. We know he's had a tough time personally And that that will get lost It's very easy for people to Because he was hyped up as being a big signing We know financially what it costs So it's it's quite easy to to poke fun. That having said, it, it clearly didn't work.
3: Listen, the, the, the boy didn't play well at Celtic. The, the, that that's you know. I mean, uh, you know, obviously everybody can, can 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 understand that. The reasons why is what people don't know. I mean, I, I have. Uh, a lot of sympathy for Shane Duffy because it's not nothing to do with him with, with much a loan fee much salary and all that kind of stuff he wanted to play for Celtic he came up here he, he felt he could, he could do a good job it didn't work out for one reason or another I don't think that means you rubbish a player I don't think that means that anyone can say mm-hmm. that he's not a good player he can go to another team we've seen it many many times with players they go to another team who plays a slightly different way Who there's maybe a little bit more confidence in that team Because Celtic was a little bit bereft of confidence at certain times And you know all of a sudden He slots in there There's a fit for that player So no I mean listen I I do feel for Shane Duffy I think that he he didn't have of course a good time But as I said you could list A hundred players that go to one club Are not successful Mm. Go to another club You know a a month or so later And all of a sudden someone goes I mean I mean listen, is a as a simple a simple example would would be Chris Sutton, you know, went to Chelsea, ten uh-huh. million pounds, just didn't play at all, really, just just didn't happen yeah. for him. Went to Celtic and he's yeah. got legendary status.
1: That said though, Stephen, as much as yes, things gone in the background and th- th- there is a level of sympathy there, whether it's fair or not, Shane Duffy to many people will embody Celtic season, you know, will 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 sum up just how how wrong it went, won't he?
8: Yeah, it's, it's also a bit of credit to Scottish football as well Because, you know, from down south Our game seen as a joke He's came up here and he struggled So, for Scottish football it was a good thing But, as a Celtic like supporter It was just pointless Absolutely pointless um, And after his good start as well Because he did the no score, was it two? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, think it was his then? first two, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah And then, it, just like the rest of the season It just fell apart
1: I mean, Jim, what, there, there's a lot that Goes into this, and mm-hmm. again, you're right. The, the fee and stuff's probably overstated because that's mm-hmm. not that's not his fault. Yeah. But but Celtic did pay it, and then someone mm-hmm. has to be accountable for yeah. that. Who who made the error of judgment? You go back to when he was signed. Everybody was on this yeah. phone saying it, it was going to be great. Mm-hmm. What 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 surprised you most? Was it the fact that he was meant to be this the the, the dominant? Mm-hmm. It was meant to be this big physical mm-hmm. presence that was supposed to be the strength, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to be what Celtic needed. Where? Yeah. Specifically, did it not work, or is that? Yeah, can, no, could you do two hours on that question? Yeah,
3: you could probably do a, a lot on it. Um, you know, and, and you know, listen, there's 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 a number of things, but I, I just think positionally, um, you know, he was caught out a few times, and he, you know, he obviously, maybe it seems he didn't get the the pace of the game. He didn't understand, uh, you know, the way the way the game is played, Scott. Maybe he didn't do enough homework. Who knows all these sort of things? I think the balance of the team as well Celtic at times didn't suit him. He's playing. When he's played maybe for for talking sake at Brighton, they maybe played it a, a, a different way, and that's part of the reason mm. why I think he was moved out because they now play a more expansive football and they might not have suited that. So from Celtic's point of view, they were on the front foot for most of the games, even though they weren't capitalising them all, and that left him exposed. Was I think he's a he's a guy that mm. he, I think he would suit uh, a Middlesbrough under under you know somebody like Warlock, you know Neil Warnock. I think he'd be a terrific player for Middlesbrough who organised structured. Mm. Defend your penalty box And I think he, he's that type of player was With Celtic He's up at the halfway line Celtic's on the front foot yeah. And all of a sudden there's space And I think that's The biggest reason That and confidence From the rest of his teammates Because Listen He wasn't alone let's not, let's not forget You know Shane Duffy wasn't alone no. In performance levels You know being poor mm-hmm. You know
1: I know it's only one example And, and Everybody's different But m- Might this be a lesson Just in case it was needed That It's also important to look at The type of football a player has been playing Rather than just the level they've Mm. been at Because As you're right And he won't be the only one who I mean Off the top of my head Say Joey Barton for instance Mm. Maybe guys who Have Yes played at a very good level But mostly Survival football Mm. if you like Or when Shane Duffy plays Republic of Ireland Mm. Very Resolute And and just back to the wall Survival football Mm. Playing as the team That has to go And win 3-4-0 and four nil Every week yeah. Is completely different
3: Yeah I mean You see it even in Scotland You know when players Get brought from You know other clubs Provincial clubs If you want to call it that Because there's space in So we, we hear a lot of talk Just now about Martin Boyle for instance Martin Boyle's Fantastic ability in space But if he if goes mm. to Celtic For instance For talking sake And the teams are sitting back And they're playing In 35-40 yards Would it be as effective? Pro- probably not so they, Michael they Halloran learn, yeah Halloran, can, can he learn and adapt again he mm. may well do but I'm just talking about in the way he plays for Hibs it doesn't necessarily transfer into another team you have to look at players and that's all part of the recruitment and that's part of the reason why Nick Cameron's getting a fair mm-hmm. bit of stick because that's part of your uh, f- you know your understanding you've got to get to know the mentality of the player you know the character of the player the ability of the player and also the style of the player mm. coming to your team to play the way you want to play
1: Stephen, it was good to hear from you. I know it's the first time you've given us a call. Will you do it again sometime?
8: Ah, definitely. Cheers, guys. Good, man.
1: good to speak to you. That was Stephen and Clyde Bank. Let's move swiftly on to Dominic in East Kilbride. What's your point, Dominic? Hi,
11: Gordon. How you doing? Hi, Jim. Hi, Uncle Q. Hi Hello. there. Hi, hey, Dominic. Hi, uh, uh, Gordon. We just just uh, two quick ones. One was for the. I'm probably going to get maybe
1: slaughtered for this. Oh, good. It's <laughs> my favourite type. <laughs>
11: It's uh, just going back to last last night and the night before about the manager of the year.
7: Because
1: mm-hmm. um,
11: sometimes you've got to give credit where it's due. Uh, for me, uh, Callum Davidson wins just or even gets to the Scottish Cup final or even wins it. Which Johnson, uh, uh, for me personally, he he would be at ahead of Stephen Gerrard for the manager of
1: the year. And my second quick point. Would okay, be let's the... do that first because I'm interested in this Dominic there's because a,
3: and Dominic's a big Rangers manager. That's a big call. Yeah, there's a logistical problem here. <laughs> The yeah, Scottish because, Football Writers Association yeah, Before the Cup It closes mm-hmm.
2: right. before the Cup now, what final what do you think
1: then Right now In fact if you mm-hmm. voted Are you still a member I am R- Who did you vote for Manager of the Year Stephen Gerrard Would A Cup victory for St Johnson In theory Would would it change your vote If, if Cal Callum Davidson won a Cup double uh, Again Having voted You know You, mm. you can't go back to the the, the the desk and say, Look, I backed that horse. Oh, I know I backed- that. No, but I'm asking, you know, because we, we have to, all we can do is deal I with this hypothetical. Be, I, I think,
2: given that we have gone on for a uh, since last August 1st, about 10 in a row, 10 in a row, 10 in a row, the guy who bore the pressure and who got Rangers over the line by a considerable distance from Celtic, uh, I think he gets mm. the award. Jim, yeah, and you that go, one, and
1: you go, Dominic.
11: Sure, you're saying that, right? Uh, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm probably, as I just said, that I'll probably get slaughtered for this, but it's you can't really compare when you look at the likes of what Brian Rodgers has done in his first season at Celtic. If, bear in mind that he's won three right in his first season, and Gerard's only been one and nine. And obviously, if he finishes the season unbeaten, you can't really argue with that. To be honest.
2: Well you can because I've just argued with you. <laughs> I mean they uh, go unbeaten as well and it's so the defensive you know, record there's a lot in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the pressure was considerable. Uh Celtic crumbled under the pressure. Uh Rangers did not. They grew in strength uh as the season progressed. Uh and all the regions, the, the formidable goalkeeper, the formidable Davis, all the rest of it. Uh but the manager at one point was teetering on the brink the season before I think he was teetering on the brink he wondered if he was really the right man for the job when he lost to Hearts and the Cup then Hamilton Aki's in the league so on and so forth I think he has carried the burden and deserves the manager of the year for that reason
3: I just think that uh, you know listen it's you know, Dominic's got some some good points in, in terms of Callum Callum Davidson. You know, I think that uh, if he did win a double, he probably would deserve um, to be. But as as you said, the, the, those votes will be in beforehand. So I think Stephen Gerrard will win the uh, the Manager of the Year. But uh, I, I think that uh, any any manager, you know, that is uh, is got um, a primary target to to try and achieve. Um, and they achieves that, then is, is is successful. That that's the bottom line. And whether the other cups are the added bonus, that, which they are, but the European campaign mm. and the league campaign, I think mm. if you added both yeah, of those together, that you a can consider Europe.
1: Though, can you? Because no. not every manager's in Europe, so that would be unfair to judge an, an individual award on a competition it's that also, not no, I'm in. not.
3: I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just. I'm just saying that if you're. Looking at a manager And saying What is your objectives And in, mm-hmm. in your, your number one objective is to win Your league Which you've done And you've done Comprehensively Handsomely And entertaining As well You know uh, Then I think that, that's, that You can't ask for the, any more the, Than that the, the, the cups are bonuses The members of the Football Risers Association Are told it's Not to. on On
2: domestic achievement Yeah, yeah.
1: But The thing is though If you're not If cups are merely bonuses mm-hmm. Just give it to the guy That wins the league Every season then And don't bother having The discussion Yeah
2: they say that the timing is unfortunate for Callum. He could win both trophies. His is it St. Johnson are 136 years old, and up until Tommy Wright,
1: they'd won
3: nothing. I, th- I think the 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 John Hughes Yogi won it when they won when Ross County won the the cup. Um, oh, yeah, sorry, or all, all through the week, in for instance,
1: someone pointed like, out that even in Brendan like, Rodgers yeah. treble season, Stevie Clark, I think, won yeah. won the Football yeah. Writers Manager yeah. of the Year. Anyway, thank you, Dominic. What about? Oh. Your question, on this topic Can you name the last eight Rangers players To win mm-hmm. the Football Writers Player of the Year? You have got Ferguson, Loudrop and Gascoigne Stephen Davis uh, No, not this one I think he won the PFA one, did he?
3: Um, Mark Cately
1: Mark Cately, yes Oof. Jim Duffy, you're flying here your, your partner's not giving you much help oh, uh, uh, Richard Goff No Right, you need help him now, Hugh Andy Gorm Yes, Andy Gorham, there yeah. we go Right, Andy. so you've got one 3 to get And we will get them next
0: Number 1 For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Cavens And Jim Duffy are Here into the final part Of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard The Scottish Football Writers Player of the Year Nominations Dominated by Rangers Can you name the last 8 Rangers players To win the award Says Mikey You're doing pretty well You've got Andy Gorham Mark Hately Paul Gascoigne Brian Loudrop Barry Ferguson,
3: anymore, anymore. Alan uh, McCoist,
1: yes, well done. 91-92 season.
3: Coist have won any. I know, I know. Um, he shared this, but I'm not sure if it was a PFA okay. or the. No, what's Fernando nah, Rex was the other one. Yeah, because he shared that we joined Hearts. We do
1: together. There's plenty of time. We've got Andrew who's got a question on Twitter. Maybe something similar that Nadim's going to bring up. So we'll speak to Nadim and see how we go. Nadim, take it away.
12: Hi, how are you doing, Gordon? Good. Thank um, you. I've got a I've point, I normally I've got a point with the, with the pundits, but my point is with mm. you, Gordon, you, you made the what point earlier on about, about, <laughs> about Ranger, um, about not, not, because Ranger in Europe, European football shouldn't be part of the, the discussion when picking a Manager of the Year award. But I can flip it around and say, well, you know, not not every club's involved in a relegation battle, you know. So, so should that should that be part of a discussion? Well, of course it should, because that's part of the the you know the whole, the whole season is 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 what should be taken into account. So it should include European football. Should include a relegation battle. Should mm-hmm. should include everything you know as part of the season. I mean, as you know, I'm a Rangers fan, so for yeah. me, um, it's close. It's close between between Stevie Clark for me and and and, and Stephen Gerrard, but. I think Gerard's got to get it. You know, I'm, when you think, I mean, Jim jumped the other on about European records. It's phenomenal. Not just that, but you know, in terms of what is it, is it less than ten goals conceded in the league this season. You know, that, that's absolutely. I mean,
1: when, when do you ever hear about a, a record like that? Do you know, the team, these you know, these are all these are all brilliant points, and I would not disagree that Steven Gerrard is an outstanding candidate. But I don't really get your. Comparison about a relegation battle Because in theory Steven Gerrard could be In a relegation battle He's not Because they're a good team And they've got enough points To not be He could be in a relegation battle My point is David Martindale Cannot be in European competition So you can't You can't hold that You can't hold David Martindale's Lack of European results Against him When he's not in the thing
12: no, of course not I, I, I take that point on board But they could be
1: at, By that same account If they did well the previous season They could be in Europe Yeah, no, but what if you've only just got the job And you're not in Europe as, Anyway, Hugh's, uh, Hugh has said that the criteria Is not to include yeah. European football It's not, It not, doesn't make much difference to me Of course, it, it, there might be a human na- nature element to this Where people yeah. do want to bring Steven members- Gerrard's European yeah, records yeah. into it but, Fine, but But, but, the, but the membership are simply told It's like player of the month You know,
2: don't go on about what somebody did in Europe. The membership are told with regard to the annual award, specifically, it's about domestic achievement, accomplishment, endeavour, call it what you like. Europe doesn't count.
1: Yeah. I mean Andrew, to be fair, right, has thrown in maybe this is a bit of a quirk Mm -hmm. cue because I don't know if this is just because of where we what we've done. Back in November, and it's a bit of a rarity. Andrew says, "Well, if you can't count Europe, how can you? You need to rule out Stevie Clark because he's not domestic football. How can Gerard or other managers qualify for the Euros?" And and I get that, but is that not just a nod to a sort of one-off? Yeah, you know, or not a one-off, the but national a, a, a particularly
2: team, big achievement that we've yeah, we've managed. My interpretation of that would be the national team belongs to the country. Um, you, obviously because you're an international team, you have to play people from other countries. So But Stevie Gerrard uh, Stephen Clark Rather Was there um, As you rightly say Because of Qualification For the first time Since 1998 Of course he's going to be mentioned
3: In dispatches As they say So you think If a a Scottish team Won a European competition That manager Wouldn't win The well, I mean, it by by the manager of the year. That's, the, that is the thing. That's what <laughs>
1: that's what I'm saying about that. Wouldn't sort deserved it. That that's it's human nature, yeah. isn't it? And if if mm. if the individual voters, no mm. one's going to pin them down and ask them why they voted. And mm. if that if that causes them to lean one way, mm-hmm. fine. it doesn't matter to me. I'm just saying generally. Mm. Yeah. You're obviously going to base it on if you're judging one manager against the other. Mm-hmm. You're obviously better to compare it in the competitions mm-hmm. that they all compete in.
3: Yeah, I think it's, it's always difficult because you've got the football writers in, in the PFA. I think sometimes if it's a PFA Managers will sometimes look at resources and look at, you know, you know whatever circumstances that uh, that, that uh, are at that particular club. But I think the football writers generally will will look at a slightly different mm. way. You know, you know, as I said, and also
2: like, people think oh, uh, uh, they don't see beyond the west of Scotland. Uh, yeah, I mean you. Votes from uh, football writers from yeah. the the Press and Journal, in Aberdeen, yeah, from yeah. the Dundee Courier, yeah. uh, you know. The, so it's not like that. And in our philosophical part of the world, when it's the football writers' award, they all say, ah, they're all biased anyway. And when it's the players' award by the PFA Scotland, ah, see, there's no vote for the him and because he plays for Rangers <laughs> or he plays for Celtic, and it's a, it's a fix. So your vote is your vote. And then we could all argue about it
1: It is brilliant Because I, I love There was a great Twitter exchange um, The other night Where Roger Hanna had said He voted for David Turnbull As his young he's young, player. He's young player of the year mm. At which point a tweet came in Ah Roger Hanna voting for David Turnbull Well there's a surprise mm. And he then went on to finish And say That he voted for Stephen Gerrard And James Tavernier As his manager And player respectively mm-hmm. so There's that, a surprise that, that kind of sums up The way that we <laughs> The way that we operate But anyway Nadim, hopefully we Tried somehow to to clarify it Thank you That was Nadim In Livingston On 01419511025 um, oh, we would be up against it To squeeze one more in I think Yeah I think we'd be Would we be struggling uh, I think we would But I'll tell you what Hugh It's one of the best debates That we Because It totally took off this week Everybody having their say And you can make a great case For everyone That's why they are that's why they're there, these, these if, nominees.
2: If we deal with the, the, the concept of four players from one club being the four candidates, um, the Celtic support obviously have a big problem with that.
1: I'm not sure they all do. Some people well, might.
2: Well, people will have, in general will have a mm. problem with that. However, I think the nature of the season, the complexion of the season... Rangers have been outstanding They currently lead the league table by 23 points It would stand to reason That the players that mm. they have Would get, come into your mind first of all And when you look at the four involved My goodness They've had a yeah. tremendous season Each one of them Is It's so hard to understand
1: I mean, Jim, if it's so surprising Or so controversial That it's four from one team You need to be able to then say because he should be in it instead, mm-hmm. yeah. and we threw it out to the guys yeah. last night who's the who's the best player that missed out mm-hmm. they couldn 't even really come close they They gave mm-hmm. honorable mentions, you know yeah. well done to David Turnbull for the impact he 's had at Celtic. Kevin Nisbet's been a yeah. brilliant signing mm-hmm. Martin Boyles had a yeah. good season. If you go bottom six, mm-hmm. Jamie McGrath's been terrific benjamin
3: yeah. Segrist but but really yeah. is there anyone that could have ousted those yeah. four absolutely not no i mean you're right i mean there's there's probably a a, a candidate at every club. Um, who performed really well and, as you say, deserves an honourable mention, but it's not about honourable mention, it's about consistency over the course of the whole season. And Rangers could have had more than four if there was eight. You know, they would have probably had six or seven of them. Well, that so, was the other thing you know,
1: because people said, I'll tell you who's yeah. unfortunate to miss out. Ryan yeah. Kent or Glenn yeah, or Ken Kamara.
3: Or Kamara you know or yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they, listen, they've been outstanding. That's the reason, as you said, 23 points in front. So you, you can't argue. I don't really think anyone can really argue someone else against... Those four Rangers players Unless It was another Rangers player
1: Yeah The manager The manager one is good Because that is so different And I take team's yeah. point You know You're Stephen Gerrard's trying to To really You know Win at the top end But We are We have a Fairly unique Football landscape here But we've got two yeah. teams That are absolutely massive And then you've got The have and the have nots As you call them Hugh yeah. I mean St. Johnson's budget Jim You mm. will know more than me Will be Like Doesn't even no. It's not even worth comparing no. Really you no, it's you know, so, it's, it's to, to incredible go If it could be two cups Then you get why people yeah. Would feel strongly the, the, about that the, the thing
2: is that The frustrating thing People think you voted Out of bias Or you voted uh, Out because of Because you didn't want badness. Someone else to get it Yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, you just voted Because that's the way You thought mm. The vote go. deserved
1: go Are we still talking about The player of the year And manager of the year <laughs> Yes I better yes. not go there Don't, yes, want, to yes. give, don't want to give <laughs> the producer A heart attack uh, <laughs> Thank you Anyway I think that no, They're no fun that'll just oh sorry Jim too soon my apologies how insensitive of me see good, good job you're thick skin someone else could have got me sacked for no, that
3: believe me I'm how is me. your health Are you well? oh listen no, I'm a tickety-boo mate to boo oh
1: dear I feel mildly embarrassed about that <laughs> anyway about
3: how, how, will
1: we, and how will your ticker be at 3 yeah, that,
3: that might be different.
1: at 2.59 tomorrow when Stranar played in Barton in well, the, funny the it, a
3: minute to go on Tuesday when we were two each. with Peterhead it was the great but uh, you know in the 91st minute we score so therefore it's uh, then You've got and to, uh, then watching the Clyde game, result yeah, coming then in. You've got a game you can't affect. So th- no, to be honest, we win it you can't affect it. It's not actually that bad. It's only when you you're involved in it. I think it becomes a little bit more tense.
1: Right, okay. Well we wish you well tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um I think we're allowed to be biased in favour of Dumbarton against right are we? That's oh, right yes. I think so. Um how are you getting on with this teaser? You've got two more Rangers players to go in the last eight to win the Football Writers Player of the Year. Incidentally, if it matters to you, they are the two most recent ones.
2: I've ruled out Andy Halliday. Yep, rule him out. Um, Too um
1: most recent. I, uh, I mean, we're still going back a bit, but they are the most yeah, recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, going back about 11 years for one and 13 or something 11, for the other. 11 years for one? Yeah.
3: Did yeah, I, Alan oh, McGregor. No, I, I, um Carlos Quella.
1: Oh, what a oh. shout that is. That was the oh seven, oh eight season. So who won it in nine ten? Um. I wonder if the football writers are a bit more. Sentimental They're looking at Davis he, Look at what he's, he's doing
3: re- Somebody retired. Look at, at what he's doing something. For his age yeah, Alan da- McGregor um, Look at Davey
1: what he's Weir. doing For his age Yes Davey are Well done You got there in the end Jim we wish you well Thank Tomorrow you. Hugh Keevans We will see you Over the weekend I am sure Two o'clock tomorrow Big weekend of Scottish Cup Semi-final action And playoffs as well So make sure you join us At two And in the meantime It is that of the week. I'm not saying that Hugh Keeven's isn't the soundtrack to your weekend, <laughs> but he's just the what he's the warm-up act in that respect. George Bowie boom, boom. is poised and ready. GBX up next.